0: Welcome to Finding The More Ministries. In our Moving Forward series, we will share how Jesus has helped us move forward through challenging circumstances. Have you ever asked, how do I make progress and move forward in the midst of grief, the loss of a job, having an empty nest, or just not feeling close to the Lord? Moving Forward will encourage you to press on by using the Word of God as your source of strength. Listen in as our team explores these topics and much more each month as we move forward together.
1: All right, welcome to our new series, Moving Forward. I'm here with the Finding the More family, and we're excited to have you join us. So we're going to spend some time talking about moving forward, kind of how that all started, and what that means. So I'm going to ask Mitzi if he would just open us up in prayer.
2: Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day and for this time. Lord, I pray, God, that you would just speak to our hearts, encourage and strengthen us. And I pray, Lord, that you'll be with everybody that's watching today or listening through the podcast, that you would just minister to their hearts and help them to see their, Lord, regardless what we're facing or the circumstances that are around us, that you are continually making a way for us to move forward in your honor and your glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: All right, so we're going to kind of chat about where Moving Forward started. Um, We were together a couple weeks ago as a ministry team and really just talking about the pandemic that we had been in and how we began to move forward. And, And Jamie, you shared a song that I think really got our wheels spinning, and it was Moving Forward. And we'll put the link to that song in the comments so you can listen to that. But we wanted to share that chorus with you. And that chorus says, I'm not going back, I'm moving ahead, here to declare you that my past is over, all things made new, surrender my life to Christ, I'm moving, moving forward. Amen. Um, and I think that, that really stuck out when we started listening to that song, that we are moving forward, whatever that means, and I know it means something different to each of us here. So, Pam, we're going to kind of, you want to share what that means to you? I will. Um, The Course got made because
3: when it said your past is over, all things are made new, it took me back Mm -hmm. because we all have a past. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that past is hard to let go of it's not only hard to let go of it's it's hard to accept the forgiveness of Christ mm-hmm. yes. and the song just took me back to that place that thank you Jesus mm-hmm. that I received the forgiveness it, it took me a little while to feel forgiven mm-hmm. and I want to tell you that that's normal mm-hmm. right, that's right. Mm-hmm. because uh, I lived in sin and some of those sins are things that you don't even want to talk about. And when you're forgiven much, you love much. Mm-hmm. That's right. But it took a while for me to accept that forgiveness and it was his love that came over me and healed me and made me a new creature. It wasn't spontaneous. I mean it didn't happen all at one time. And and You find yourself always going back to, I just don't feel worthy. I don't feel that He can forgive me of this. Right? He's a big God. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. He's a big God. Mm -hmm. And He can forgive you. And I just love that, hallelujah, (laughs) my past is over. Mm
4: -hmm. I don't
3: have to dwell on what happened in the past. It's gone. Mm -hmm. When He forgives you, it's as far as the east is from the west. East and West don't touch. Mm-hmm. That's right. They're gone. So I was just overwhelmed with the fact that my past was over. And I'm moving forward. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes even today I have to be reminded that, no, nope, I was forgiven of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't even let that enter your mind. I'm a child of the King. And I go forward. Well,
5: because sometimes Satan... Wants to remind you of the things that you've done to keep you from moving forward. Yes. So, what better time than when he's
2: got us isolated? Right. You know, right. you don't have that contact and encouragement mm-hmm. coming that we're, we're accustomed to. Right. It's mm-hmm. You know? Very true. Yeah.
3: So, Cindy, what does the soul mean for you?
6: Well, moving forward for me. And I think, you know, during the lockdown and and, in the very beginning of it when we're all home and, you know, I work from home some, and Mm -hmm. in a way it felt like life just kind of stopped. And, you know, you're not going to church and you're not Mm -hmm. seeing your family and you're not seeing your friends and you're just completely in a different world. And I think for me, you know, God spoke to me you need to move forward. And I had been in a rut for a while, and I got consumed in my job, which sometimes we do, mm-hmm. consumed in everyday life. And I wasn't in the Word, and I was not, you know, studying my Bible and and getting closer to God. And, and I felt myself not really moving completely away from God, but I knew that I was distant. And he kept nudging me and nudging me, and, you know, it helped me. I went back to work in just a couple of weeks. It just didn't work with the work from home, but, um, you know, he just kept nudging me that I needed to move forward in my relationship with him and to get back to where he needed me to be.
2: Yes.
6: And And, um, you know, I consulted with a very good friend of mine and a mentor and talked to her about mentoring me. And getting me back um, to studying my Bible and reading my Bible and understanding my Bible mm-hmm. and it's helped me to get back on track and to move forward and it's been such a change to my life just to feel that and to feel the difference of changing that and getting out of that rut and getting back to a relationship with God and it's been a, an enormous blessing getting mm-hmm. back to church and getting back with the church family, I, you know, I, I missed everyone, and that fellowship is very important. Um, just to have that church family back and the love that that our church family gives, and um, you know, and I'm blessed to have you ladies in this ministry, and it, it's just a blessing that God gives us. I think to put people that are knowledgeable and are encouraging, and To help us along the way because it's hard.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. It's hard to move forward.
5: It's hard to move
6: forward. By yourself. Yes.
1: You need others.
6: We all need need somebody. That's exactly right.
5: Well, and I don't know about you because it sounds similar, Was I found myself having to really examine my relationship with God. Like, is my relationship with God wrapped up in my church, yes, and, right, and you right. take church away. What's left? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And I and I really had to be honest with myself and say, okay, Julie, you really got to get this together because if you take away going to church on Sundays and Wednesday nights, what do you have? Have and I think that okay. isolation time, God used for many of us as a time to re-examine where we are with Him and how important His Word is. Right. And because, really, it was up to me to open it. I, I right, wasn't going to go, I wasn't gonna go right. sit and the preacher going to say, turn to. You know, I had to say, Julie, turn to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I, I sort of felt that same way.
1: So I think, Julie, speaking of turn to, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you found a verse that Ooh, yeah. kind of goes along with this theme of kind of moving forward. So you want to kind of share that with us and what that means and how it spoke to you?
5: I will. Um, before I share the verse, let me just sort of how it came to be was last year this time I had plans to retire from teaching and be a full-time Bible study writer and that kind of thing. And my husband lost his job out of nowhere. And every plan that he and I had just went down the drain. And I was like, uh, okay, Lord, I was doing this for you. You know, these were for you. You know, what I was going to do was I was doing stuff for you. And why did you sort of, why did I feel like you sort of pulled the carpet out from underneath of my feet? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had to wallow in a little bit of self, self-pity self and, and that kind of thing for a while. And then... Um, Deuteronomy 1 6 sort of showed up and it says the Lord our God spoke to us in Horeb saying you have dwelt long enough at this mountain and so I just heard the Lord say you've stayed here in this place in this pity party long enough it is time to get up and it is time to move forward and and that's exactly what what we had to do, re-examine. You know, Lord, maybe that was not what Your plan was. Maybe that was my plan. You say You order our, st- you know, You're ordering our steps, and maybe I was before You, and you know, doing the things I thought You wanted. Um, and that's really where I also found Ezekiel um, one twelve that said, and each one went straight forward, and they went wherever the Spirit wanted to go, and they did not turn when they went. They stayed right. Where the spirit sent them, they did not turn to the right, they did not veer to the left And, you know, for me, I think that's just what I was doing I was getting ready to veer, and God said, no, I need you to stay right here And you stay on this path, and you follow me And and it's been interesting during the whole pandemic thing um, Because he led me to the book of Habakkuk And um, in that book, there were a few a few uh, verses um, because I was going, why? Yes.
2: Yep.
5: Why, Lord? I don't even understand this. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I had planned to do were for you. So I don't understand right. any of this. And in Habakkuk chapter 1, just verse 2, it says, Oh, Lord, how long shall I cry and you will not hear? And that's what I felt like. You know, I felt like mm-hmm. the Lord, I was saying, why, why, why? And I felt like the Lord was just not even listening. And then as I continued to read, when I got to chapter 2, uh, it said, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me. So I just said, okay, Lord, I'm going to sit right here.
4: I'm
5: going to sit right here until you show me what you're trying to teach me. Mm-hmm. And it took me until I got to chapter 3. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, reading the it can do that. <laughs> it seems like it takes forever. But... It says in uh, verse 17 of chapter 3, it says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. So when you feel like you have nothing. Verse 18 says, "Yet Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. And that's what he was trying to teach me
6: mm-hmm.
5: through all of that and that's where my moving forward moment came from was that okay with the Lord what the plans I had are no longer so where do I go from here and whatever that looks like I'm going to rejoice in it
2: just remembering even if everything's gone
5: mm-hmm.
2: God's to God the devil wants us to believe this is all gone, right. so God's forgot you.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's not. Right. It's, it's, this is all gone, and God says, but I still want it all. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You know, and when it's gone, was what you were getting or what you were planning, is that what made you praise me, or right. are you just praising me for me? Right. And I think we all have kind of had those moments mm-hmm. where... We hit that wall, mm-hmm. and it's even harder when the plans we have are for God. Right? I mean, Lord, I, I've I've planned every minute for the church, mm-hmm. for for the kids at the church, and the youth at the church, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I and there was a time in my life where you know, me and my husband, basically we were so busy mm-hmm. with church. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a bad thing. Right. But we, we were missing one another, we, we were missing our family, mm-hmm. we, were, we were missing what God really had, but we all thought that we were where we needed to be, mm-hmm. because it was good things. Mm-hmm. It was things for God, right, right? but it wasn't necessarily what God had called us mm-hmm. to be busy
5: about. Right. And I think that's sort of like going back to what you said, um, Cindy, it's in that moment when you're isolated and you don't have church that you really sort of recognize what your relationship with Christ actually right. looks like. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. not that yeah. no. right. it's yeah. not your your you know, check mark Christianity. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Gone to church, read my Bible. Yeah,
3: right. I was in the midst of uh studying joke <laughs> So and uh <laughs> I like Job. I mean and, and you know God found Job to be very righteous. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. but he lost but his why? but he went through a lot mm-hmm. and we have to remember that I think the, the best part about it is you know, Joe heard of Lord, but at the end of it when the Lord answered him as to why mm-hmm. it wasn't really a why question, it was a matter of I'm God and, and I've got this
5: mm-hmm.
3: and but After God answered Job, it was, Job answered or told him back as, now I see Mm -hmm. And I think for me, we all have to come to that point to where we just don't hear of God.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: We just don't go to church and and play religion. Mm -hmm. You have to experience God. You have to see God. Mm -hmm. And you have to realize how big he is. -hmm. And when you get to the point where you have nothing, and I mean, you may have the material things, but what you really wanted is not what you got. Mm -hmm. It's during that time when you find that God, you're enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are enough. Always. And that enables you to get up and move on because that may not be God's plan for you. Like you said, that was my plan, Mm -hmm. not God's plan. Mm -hmm. But everything shifts. Mm -hmm when you see him and how big he is, he's in control, and through the pandemic I think that that I think the Lord prepared me for that because I was already thinking along that line and,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and knew how big he was, and I'm like, God's got this mm-hmm. it's okay, so I was just waiting to, let's get back to the church and do what we're supposed to be done mm-hmm.
5: uh-huh. right
1: really be God.
5: yeah, absolutely
1: and I think for me you know and Julie and I have talked about this a lot. Like, everybody else was stay home and slow down. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think I kind of laughed because I'm like, okay, God, you gave me the word pace. We're going to go slower. <laughs> yeah, and slow that, like that. that. That was my thought <laughs> we're going to go slower. And for me, work accelerated to mm-hmm. longer days and conference calls, like all hours of the day because we, we were tracking. You know, COVID cases and cleanings that needed to be done at work and communication. So I attended Julie's Bible study. And I'm going to be honest. I'm like, where is Rebecca even in the Bible? I'm going to be honest. And I read the first chapter and I'm like, what is she thinking picking this? And then I started reading some of the questions from the Bible study and I was like, oh, I got to go back and read that again. Mm -hmm. And the same point for me when we got to that chapter three, yet. And it was like, he was saying, yet, even though you are working these long hours and you're trying to homeschool a 10 year old hard headed stubborn boy, and your husband's working from home and your daughter's working from home, like yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. And I think very similar to you, Cindy, I had to find him. Like, okay, God, I'm going to need you to make it through this day. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that was my, okay, He's he gave me that verse, and I can make it through this, and I will find joy in him. Mm-hmm. Not not in the day or the things that, that come, but, but in him. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that was the aha moment right. of, of that pandemic is to say that. And then it's one of those things that we're yet. Just kept turning up. Like everywhere we turned around, it turned up. So I think, Jamie, you shared something similar with kind of what God showed you through the the pandemic. Yes, I had a lot
4: of eye opening (laughs) (laughs) experiences. But the main thing I think that I've learned is how sufficient God is Mm -hmm. and He never leaves us. Um, I was furloughed from my job early on in the pandemic and I work in the medical field and I thought, well, I'm essential. Mm I I have a job. (laughs) Right. But I quickly found out that I was not that essential. (laughs) Um, So during the time we, well, we've made plans to start building a home and we needed to find a place to rent because my parents were moving as well and they, my mom takes care of my children. So me being furloughed and then not knowing how I was going to get paid. um, And now we have a mortgage to pay, we're paying deposits on a place to rent, it was overwhelming. It was pretty scary, to be honest. Um, it took it took probably two to three weeks before I got the first payment from um, unemployment. Mm-hmm. So those first couple weeks, I mean, it was really scary. Um, I also had to become a teacher to a special needs child and to an eight year old all at the same time. So my time has been very overwhelming. But like I said, God showed me that He's with me all the time and how sufficient. He is, and how much he could take care of me better than anybody, I better mean. than any yep. job, right, any unemployment services. Mm-hmm. So that's what he just—he showed up, he he showed out for sure. Right. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And right. I think one of the things I decided, I told Julie, you know, in elementary school I wanted to be a teacher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Lord has revealed to me through this pandemic, I yeah. made the right choice by not being not being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, it's something that. We've never experienced yeah. a, of how to how mm-hmm. to do that, and you know, right. I'm having conversations with Julie, who is a teacher, and she's like, "Look, I, I'm teaching in a way that I've never taught before, mm-hmm. as well." Right. So I think we we all experienced something different, you know, through mm-hmm. through that
4: pandemic. So absolutely, it's yes. a blessing in disguise, I think. Yes, I think looking you know, back, you just mm-hmm. change your perspective. Right, yep. that spiritual
5: rearview mirror that we all have. Once you get to the other side. You can see God's fingerprints mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all over the things. Or sometimes when you're just in that moment, they're hard to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know? Right. True? I think it's interesting. My son's teacher had sent an
1: email, like, if I had known. Mm-hmm. And it was all these things that she would have said to the kids. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I would have told them they could do great things. And, you know, by God, by their side. And those three words really stuck with me. And I, and I thought many times, if I had known. If I had known that would be my last Sunday in church, mm-hmm. how I would approach that differently? Or mm-hmm. if I had known that would have been, like, my son's last day in school, okay. how would that have looked different? Like, it, right. the world just changed in a matter of a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think right. he knew. God knew, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was trying to kind of slow us all down and say, yep. I'm going to strip everything away. And mm-hmm. so you're sitting at home and, okay, I'm going to turn to. You know, <laughs> if I don't now. kill my husband, I'm going to come out
5: really good on the other right. side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to, I'm to,
1: then the walls are closing in on the house.
5: For, for sure. Yeah, sure absolutely. That, so. I even had, um, you know, one of my students, I had little Google meets with them. Um, the girls on certain days and the boys on other days. And I have a little girl, she just burst into tears one day because her dad is a doctor. And he hadn't been home in weeks because he was staying with some other um, doctors, so he wouldn't come home and expose them to anything. And she was just terrified that he was going to die, and she would never get to see him again. And that was a, a very real thing for them. And, you know, when you said about if I had known that Friday that on Monday they would come get their stuff and not be with me anymore what would I have done differently on Friday right and I think that's a good lesson for all of us yeah. if we lived our life like that mm-hmm. maybe we wouldn't have as many regrets yeah yeah
1: absolutely I mean I think you know and how much our kids saw yeah. you know like I know my son I mean I'm having conference calls every day of diagnosis and you know unfortunate passings mm-hmm. of, of employees and how much they were exposed to right um, during that that time period but mm. you know to show them where the hope is
5: right mm-hmm. and God the is, is, is right. the big piece mm-hmm. to show them the yet I will rejoice in the Lord right. absolutely that was important absolutely. for them to see in us
1: yeah
5: yeah yeah and I think
1: you know when they talk about that 20 years from now it's yeah. gonna be very different than our memory you know mm-hmm. it's gonna be yeah, yeah I slept a bit 1 p.m. Yeah, they were like early so summer. summer. I ate <laughs> Oreos all day because, you know, in the midst of my Mom was day, on conference calls. Mom was on <laughs> conference calls. Like, he would come into the kitchen and he knew, Here's a cookie. I can get the cookies and she can't say anything because she's in the middle of a call. so he learned really quickly, you know, in that. And I think, you know, even in that, there were breakdown moments. And, you know, I remember sharing one with my team at work and we made it through the big stuff. You know, and it was something small, and i would never forget, like every morning, I'd get up and look at the iPad to see, okay, what do we gotta do for school work? And when I saw the Mother's Day craft, I started crying. Like That was the moment of my (laughs) breakdown. Okay, I gotta help him do my Mother's Day card, number one. Number two, we're gonna throw it in the trash when it's done, so we've wasted our time. (laughs) And then number three, like, we're not going to get a hundred on it, so then I'm going to be upset, <laughs> you know, and just you know, in the moment, like crying. And my mm-hmm. husband's like, what, man, what, are you, "What are you so upset about?" Um, it, it was a little taco Mother's Day card that yeah. sent me over the edge, yeah. you know, yeah. and to say, "Okay, God, this is this is a thing that has overwhelmed me, but He will sustain me
4: mm-hmm.
1: in that process." Mm-hmm. So I don't know if anybody else had any breakdown moments amongst this pandemic. I think you had when your sons came to visit, and
5: you maybe wanted them to visit, and they couldn't. Right. You know, the, the times I'm just used to them coming and having Sunday dinner with us, and then all of a sudden, you know, I call, hey, do you don't want to come over? And say, Mom, we're not coming because, you know, we live in, in Charlotte, and we're not going to bring all that over to you. And just yeah. the fact that you can't, I couldn't see them. No. Or my mom, who's older and lives in Virginia the fact that if something was wrong, I couldn't get to her before they put her in the hospital, and then I couldn't see her after that. So it was just some of those kinds of moments, like that phone call with my oldest son, you know, and all he says, no, Mom, we can't come. And I lost it. Mm -hmm. You know, but I think sometimes it is. You know, we we take on the big things because we can power through. It's just those little teeny Mother's Day cards or... No, can't come mom right. moments that that, that crack.
1: Right, and if it was a, mm-hmm. another day when he said, well, we're busy, we have other plans. Right. But it's the fact that they couldn't. Could. You know, I think the same is like,
5: mm-hmm. I couldn't
1: go to church. Right. Like I, that That's when it hit me. Yeah. Okay, like, no, oh, this has really and really affected me until there's no church. Right. And now it's mm-hmm. affected me. Mm-hmm. You know, never in my life has there been a time if I wanted to go, I
3: could Right. right, and two, we didn't know when it would end. Right, then right. I mean, you yeah. didn't know how yeah. long this would last. Mm-hmm. So it's it was the unknown that mm-hmm.
1: got to you too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's right. the piece of the moving forward.
3: Mm-hmm. To yeah. your point.
1: Yeah. Okay. If the church doesn't start back up, how am I moving with forward right. with God? Yeah. You know, and just making that commitment to Him of like, you, I'm gonna need you through this to be able to
5: sustain that so right. but there are seasons i think in all of our lives where we have to make that conscious decision to move forward and maybe in the coming weeks we'll share some of those things with them um, you know like empty nesters you know what's that feel like after yep. 25 years of not having children in your home or you know grief, re- grief. when you lose somebody you let yep. up. um you know for me, my parents getting older—that's that's a big deal, you know. My dad has passed, but my mom—you know—that that's a big deal for me right now. So, you know, maybe in the upcoming weeks, we can share how we can move forward from these places in our life. Yeah, I think it's more right. than
1: just the pandemic,
5: right? Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. every
1: day or every mm-hmm. week. There's there's seasons of our life, so yeah. I think that's going to be exciting to mm-hmm. share mm-hmm. with with everyone. And I'm sure we all have our our things that we're moving. Forward from, mm-hmm. so I think it's going to be a great series that we're going to be able to share with people. And we look for for comments of, hey, what's yeah. a topic that you know you want to move forward from? Yeah. Between us, I'm sure one of us has, has experienced that. <laughs> yeah. um, if not, if not all of us, right, um, right, um, it can add you know some perspective mm-hmm. of how God has helped us move through that. So, right exactly.
5: yeah, we'd love to hear from from you. Yeah, yeah absolutely, and
1: we'd love to hear you know. Pandemic, what was your breakdown moment? What, you know, has God spoke to you to help you kind of Mm -hmm. move forward? Um, Because as we said, it's the sharing, the encouragement from others that really moves us forward with the help of God. So, Where did you find the hope? You know, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: when you share how Jesus, you
2: don't understand sometimes just when you share how Jesus gave you the hope Mm -hmm. and the small things, like you said, the small things that break you sometimes It's the small things that remind you that our hope is in Jesus, not in this world. Mm-hmm. And by all means, you know, share it with us. Yeah. Let us know. You know, how did God encourage you to, and, and put that hope back in you? Maybe it was a card someone sent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, who knows what that could have been? But we'd love to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know those small tokens, and you know, like my team, I guess could probably see my my stress, and I don't know if they. Planned it out, but it was like every day I was getting something to encourage me. Like, please don't break down. Please don't break down. But it's it's those things that keep people going. Right. And I think God truly uses people like that. Like mm-hmm. He knows when somebody needs that help and moving forward. Well, so.
5: I opened up my front door and somebody had taken a little mason jar and painted it. You could see it was painted, and they had just cut flowers. they looked like from the little rose bushes around. And mm-hmm. put them in the vase and set them at no card. I, I still don't know who did it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I opened the front door, and there mm-hmm. there they were, those little moments. Sometimes those are God moments. That's You right. know, mm-hmm. saying, I'm right. still here.
3: Mm-hmm. I caught my neighbor bringing over
0: peonies. <laughs> and she's like,
3: you were not supposed to see me. And I'm like, I'm working at home. I saw you come up here. a But it was just a blessing But yeah. yeah. she thought. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought this would brighten your day. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And I think those that's moments
3: are—it's God's—it's
5: mm-hmm. God's
1: way
2: of saying, I'm "I still right. see you." Yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. that Elroy, yeah. the God that sees you, yeah. He sees you,
5: mm-hmm.
2: and that's why we need to also be obedient when He puts His little judges on our mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. Send someone a text or mm-hmm. an encouraging word, or just mail something to see—you know, whatever it may be. Even sometimes, you know, I know it's not the time to be given a hug, but you know. Right. A touch yeah. of encouragement yeah. sometimes is mm-hmm. is just to be obedient to that because it's not you doing it as it is as Jesus mm-hmm. through you
4: mm-hmm.
1: letting someone else know you're not alone Yeah, at yeah. the end. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: And I think you get a blessing from that because yes. sometimes those people will share oh, you just have no idea what I was going through and they're like, okay, if I didn't do that, Right. Mm-hmm. that person would have missed, missed out on mm-hmm. what God wanted to, to encourage them. Right. So it's, it's hard. And when you're when you're busy, you can be like, eh, I'm not quite sure I heard God say that. You know, because you're going so fast and, and moving, but when you slow down and listen to those nudges, mm-hmm. I, I think it makes a huge, huge difference. So, mm-hmm. All right. Betsy, do you want to close us in prayer? Sure. Okay. Jesus, we just thank
2: you. We thank you for this time and this opportunity. We thank you, Lord, that even in the little small things, we know that you are God and the reminders that you send us and the people that you send to encourage our hearts. Lord, I pray right now, if there's anybody that's listening to this that just needs a little encouragement, that they would just be reminded that they are not alone, yes. that you have not forgotten them, but that you are with them and that you love them and that you are a big God and that you are in full control of everything that is going on right now. Yes. So help us, Lord just to continue to move forward, to move forward in all that you have called us to. We just give you all the honor and all the
1: praise. In Jesus' holy name, amen. 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 So as we said, we'd love to hear from you on our Facebook page, on our website, you know, what really moved you in this pandemic or future sessions. Uh, this is going to be a monthly series that we are going to do. Moving forward, and as Julie said, there will be many topics to come, <laughs> um, we'd love to hear from you. Thank
0: yeah. you. Thank you. The Finding the More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.